0: Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in one last time for Doc Washburn for at least the immediate, um, present, uh, Doc will be back for episode 205. This is episode 204. I'm actually doing it about 1am, uh, coming up on 1am, uh, central time on July the 27th. So tomorrow or today is July 28th and, um, so anyway, um, we're going to talk tonight about the, uh, circus, January 6th, uh, circus that is the, uh, they call a committee, the January 6th committee, and uh, what its true purpose is, and its purpose is not to indict Donald Trump. I want to leave, uh, most of you out there tonight of uh, the misconception that uh, Donald Trump is going to be indicted for something uh, because that's simply not going to happen. Um, and it's not just because no president, literally no president has ever been indicted. It's, it's not because if there's a president uh, that they would indict, it's, it's Donald Trump because Donald Trump is the only thing standing between um, uh, global, just complete and total globalism, uh, and America being the last, uh, chip to fall. And so, uh, Donald Trump is, uh, that, uh, in, the, the, in, the impeding force, uh, stopping that. So, uh, if, if they could indict him, they certainly would. There's no one been more, um, including Bill Clinton and, Richard Milhouse Nixon. No president has been investigated more than Donald Trump. And, uh, the, the thing about Donald Trump is for all of his, you know, talk and all of, uh, all of his, you know, cockiness or whatever you want to call it. I, I personally love it, but be that as it may. The, uh, the bottom line is he takes care of his business. He crosses his T's, he dots his I's. And, um, uh, he runs, uh, obviously a very, very top notch business. And, uh, and so listen, if you were, if you were investigating any of the other members of Congress, uh, the Pelosi's, uh, the Biden's, God forbid, um, you know, any of them, uh, you would have indicted them 400 times. Uh, but this guy's just, he's clean. And, uh and so they they don't have anything so why then why uh, is all this going on i'm first going to tell you why i think uh and i believe and i've, I've got a uh, case uh, study for this why they won't indict him uh and then i'm going to give you the uh i believe most compelling evidence why they can't indict him and then what I would like to finish out, uh, up with is uh what they're trying to do. And in the meme that I sent out, I posted on Facebook, was that uh, the January 6th circus was never, I, I believe it was never intended to indict him because they knew they couldn't or they had a feeling they couldn't. And the more they got into it, the more they realized they couldn't. I, but I believe it was to it is to injure him. So that he either A will not run for president or B um, can't run. Uh, The can't is very subjective because I I believe he can if he wants to. And I believe he wins. I believe he wins um, the nomination hands down uh, for all the talk of Ron DeSantis. And by the way, is Ron DeSantis, Doc brought this up today. We're on the phone. Uh, he got in, uh, this morning pretty early, or actually, this is Thursday early morning. He got in Wednesday morning very early. And, uh, so we talked a little bit today and he, he, he actually listened to a video and you may have seen that video where Ron DeSantis referred to himself as Ron DeSantis. And we always pronounce it, uh, I guess you do, but I know I do. I pronounce it Ron DeSantis but he clearly said, Ron, Ron DeSantis. And you just have to know, doc, he is quite the, uh, linguistic, um, connoisseur. So he, he picked up on it real quick and was asking me, I said, man, I have no idea. I said, you're, you're, you're asking the worst person in the world because I, I butcher every name and every pronunciation. So, um, uh, I'm going to still say DeSantis, you know, and being from Louisiana, we we wouldn't say DeSantis anyway, we would say DeSantis, so, uh, but I think it just pretty, pretty much anybody would uh, and does, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I'm still fighting this cough and uh, I got me a cup of coffee here and I uh, hope you got a cup, we're going to get started here and talk about uh, the real reason for the January 6th circus, I'm not going to call it a committee because it's not a committee. I mean, when you got Liz Cheney up there and you got Adam Kinzinger, uh, by the way, uh, what other committee that is controlled by Democrats would allow to Republicans, uh, and, and to be so prominent in, in, in the, uh, in the hearings, and, and that's all, and, and that's why they don't get it. Pelosi doesn't get it. That Liz Cheney is as popular as, um, jungle rot. And, uh, and, and so she, she thinks she's doing some damage to Donald Trump. I mean, it's like a badge of honor that you got Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger up there. I tweeted out today, Adam Kinzinger was making some comment about, President Trump, because he was mocking some weightlifters and how they looked at weights, and he said, hey, "Look at this obese guy. A, uh, would that we all be as obese as Donald Trump?" Um, anyway, he called him obese, which tells me he's, you know, metrosexual to the to the max. Um, and so he says, "You know, here's this obese man making fun of weightlifters never touched a weight." And I just simply replied. And you're the guy, Ken Kinzinger, that is uh, a part of this January 6th circus uh, who knows full well that two policemen killed two unarmed patriots on January the 6th in cold blood. And this is all simply uh, a farce put on by the Uniparty uh, and the alphabet agencies, um, and so, uh, if, you know, if you want to to talk about uh, people being out of place and talk about things they don't know what they're talking about, you know, have at, it, have at it. And, by the way, I think the reason you're involved in this is that there's probably a sack of silver, uh, i.e. the Judas uh, inference, uh, because people who, like you, usually don't stand on the street corners for nothing. And, uh, and that's really what he is. He's prostituted himself. Adam Kinzinger has, uh, he's gone from being a Mitt Romney moderate, useless, uh, or more useless than normal Republican as the majority are to being, uh, you know, a, a stooge. And so he's obviously he and Liz Cheney both, uh, shocker will end up on MSNBC or end up on. CNN or, you know, one of the usual, uh, suspects as their token Republican. And that's definitely with air quotes, uh, to opine. But we're talking about tonight, we're talking about the, uh, January 6th circus and, uh, what, what it's all about. Well, it's not to indict, uh, President Trump. That's, that's one thing because they can indict him. I'm going, to t- I'm going to tell you here in a minute for some of you that may be a little bit nervous about it. So oh, they're going to get him. They're going to get him. Uh, and how I knew they were not going to get him was, uh, when Julie Kelly tweeted out today that they were, uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> so sorry about that. Uh, this cough, I don't feel it coming on. And then when I just take a breath of air, it hits my lungs and boom. Um, but how, how I knew they were not going to indict him when they started throwing around the sedition, uh, and it, that's very important that you understand that, that when they threw around the sedition charge, that it was not going to happen. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that. And it's not original with me, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to show you why or, or tell you why, uh, that I think it's, uh, and, and I believe you'll agree after you hear the evidence. Uh, that it's clear that they know they can't, you know, and and honestly, uh, that they can't indict him. Let me finish the sentence. But uh, so you say, well, why do they uh, they want to? um, (laughs) The United States is offering uh, the release of Brittany Griner in exchange for another American. And they fail to tell you that it's a Russian mobster uh murderer so anyway uh, that's espn that was just a it was just a, a deal that came up uh on espn uh and i'm not watching espn but it it i get uh notifications for some reason i just hadn't ever turned them off but um so the reason that you can know that they're not going to indict him is because they started using sedition. So you would ask, well, then if they use sedition as the charge, the most serious charge, then uh why would they use that uh if they know they can't indict him? Because, one, they know they can't indict him uh by using sedition. I'm going to give you that piece of information here in a little bit. But... Uh, by using sedition, let me give you an example. It would be like if you wanted to destroy me from ever running for office. Again, yeah, not that I have any desire to do so. I've been there and done that. But let's say you, you know, you said, well, okay, he, He cheated on his taxes. Well, that's not enough. You know, uh, I could just not have paid my taxes. So a lot of people have tax problems. So that's not going to get it. So then you you come up with something. You come up with something you know I didn't do, uh, but is the most damaging. And I would think that would be something, you know, to do with a child or or something, you know, just stuff that's just bottom of the barrel. uh, Horrible, horrible. And so that's the kind of, Uh, Rumor that you would start if you really wanted to destroy me or anybody else's reputation enough so that they couldn't ever run again. Well, I think that's the same thing that's going on here. They use sedition because sedition is one. It sounds terrible. Uh, Whoever the the word inventors. What are those called? Are those linguistics? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, That. Come up with the words, the wordsmiths. Let's just use that term. Um, man, sedition, they nailed it, right? I mean, they, they nailed that one. Um, and it is basically an attempt to overthrow the government. That's what sedition, the, the boiled down, uh, definition is. Um, but what, what I give you tonight, and it's not opinion, it's not something that, you know just to make you feel better it's fact uh it's veribi- verifiable fact uh it is uh, indisputable fact that it was uh impossible for president trump to have committed sedition uh and, and by the way sedition is really really hard to prove from what i've read uh but it is it is impossible that President Trump was engaged in any form of sedition because of what I'm going to show you here in a little bit. But the reason that they use sedition is the same reason you would use a child sex charge or whatever against someone you want to destroy their their complete their complete credibility. Well, for a government official, uh, that's that's likened to it. That's the nuclear option to use sedition. So if you can turn enough people and plan in their mind that he possibly and, and spend two or three months on television, uh, free advertising, basically, and that's what this is. Uh, it is used in the public airwaves to smear and destroy uh, Donald Trump and CNN, MSNBC. All of them will gladly go along with it. And you have enough people. United States who are intellectually lazy enough that will watch that and not do their own research and go, oh yeah, yeah he probably did um but again uh, the people that believe this are the same people or the thirty million people that voted for donald uh, for voted for joe biden uh, thirty eight million i I think max uh and and it's the same thirty eight million it's none of the eighty one million that voted for president trump that's for sure so I think it's an exercise in futility. Uh, it is, you know, it is, uh, kabuki theater. Um, and, uh, it is a waste of time. And, and, and that may be the only redeeming value of the midterms. The only, only redeeming value of the midterms, uh, is that some more useless Republicans, get in and they're not quite as bought off and quite as corrupt as the ones that are in there i'm sorry democrats uh and republicans uh but but primarily democrats and so you know here's the thing republicans if they have the majority they have to at least pretend they're fighting so they shut down the meetings right now you know there's no fight in them and uh and and if they didn't know Trump had, you know, eighty million people on his side. Um they certainly wouldn't they'd sit there and watch him twist in the wind. Uh, you you know that, and I know that for a fact, hundred percent, right? So with that being said, um I think that's 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 kind of the lay of the land. But uh I, I don't want your as uh as Rush used to say, I don't want your heart to be troubled. And uh, to think that, you know, this indictment is going to happen because it's not uh, for two reasons. One, uh, a sitting president's never been indicted. Number two, the charges they're bringing, they know they can't prove because uh, President Trump can prove without a shadow of a doubt he did not um, commit sedition uh, or try to overthrow the government. So uh, that right there in and of itself is game set and match uh so uh, i think that's you know that's going to be pretty pretty cut and dried uh in at least in my mind so uh and and i'll give you i'm not gonna not gonna tease this too long but i'm gonna give you what i think uh is the uh and, and i won't play you I, I i watched it today but i won't play the um where I got the information from, what I'll kind of do is just kind of go over it and uh, let you know it. But once you know who the players are, who is saying, uh, you know, why he can't be, uh, why he can't be indicted for sedition, uh, it will make it crystal clear. Um, And so with that being said, let's, uh, let's reset here just a second. Uh, and then when we come back, what I'll do is I'm going to do basically two things. I'm going to give you the. I'm going to give you the. Uh, well, I've given you the reason why sedition won't work, uh, but I'm going to give you what they have to do with the injury uh, of, of President Trump and who they try to injure with this, because uh, you're you're thinking the same thing I am. Well, nobody believes that. But you, you got to think there are some. However, I don't think there's enough there. I think if President Trump, if listen, if there's not untoward junk going on with the voting, uh it's a no brainer. Here's the part I do worry about, that if they can sell the American public on Joe Biden, actually got 80 million votes. Uh if, the, if they get somebody else to run besides Joe Biden and cheat again, which they certainly will. And it's somebody, and I'm trying to think of somebody that would be much more believable. And no, nobody really comes to mind presently because everybody on their side is such a, such a joke. Um, then, um, you know, uh, it, it, it makes the lie the more believable. I mean, the, I mean, you, you had Biden run around, you know, in 15 peoples in a circle. It was the most ridiculous thing. You know, he'd show up at a gymnasium. There'd be 15 people in a gymnasium. Um, and so there was just no, uh, there was no uh, excitement whatsoever. Um, and so that's what made it. Less believable than it already was. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to reset. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to, uh, do a couple of, uh, uh, give you a couple of, of, uh, commercials. Uh, come back and I'll kind of give you, uh, what I think, um, they, the injury they hope to, uh, give. And then we'll do a couple more commercials and then I'm going to give you, uh, the reason they can't do this but i'm gonna give you some other stuff in there so i'm not just repeating myself and and just teasing something for uh 30 or 40 minutes and you have to wait for the last 20 minutes i'm not going to do that to you so i'll give it to you earlier than later that way if you need to jet you got to do something uh you know i respect your time more than that hey i thank you for joining me i'm donnie copeland sitting in the end for dot washburn this is the dot washburn podcast and uh, we'll be right back
1: if you tried to buy a car recently you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options. You have complete control over it. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton. M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton... Make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt of the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today.
0: All right. So we're talking about the January 6th circus. Um, and uh why donald trump will not be indicted number one the reason that donald trump will not be indicted is because of the words that are thrown around now and that is the word sedition and so the word sedition is i mean the crime sedition is almost impossible to improve uh to prove secondly no one's ever been charged a president rather with sedition thirdly uh, it is the most injurious uh, and the most uh, uh, reputation damaging uh, and that, that they could offer. So I think that is the reason. Uh, by the way, before I delve into why I think this is not going to happen, I want to just give you a little update that um, Doc will be back tomorrow, which is today. It's so a little bit later today. He'll drop another episode, episode 205. I'm in, I'm in episode 204 right now. And, uh, he's got a couple of great interviews. Uh, I know Wendy Rogers is one. He has another one, and I can't think of what that one is right now. You can go to the Facebook page. Also, also go to dot washman If you want to check out any of our advertisers, uh, you can find them there. Also, want wanted to mention to you, just because you're such loyal listeners, that, uh, and I want you to be the first one to know that we have some really, really exciting things coming down the pike. Uh, some real exciting possibilities. And uh, you'll be the first ones to know as soon as that stuff, we know more about it and it breaks. Uh, it won't be the news media. It won't be other markets that um, knows about it at first. It'd be our, our podcast listeners. So excited uh, about uh, several things we've been working on as a team here and uh just wanting to uh make your experience better and broaden it and so we hope to do that in uh, the coming weeks and months I'm also excited about some additional team members uh that uh, we're hoping to add as well and so we've had to walk or crawl before we could walk and it's been a process and uh just like uh here uh I'm not at the main studio so the quality of what I produce here is not nearly as good as what you deserve and so that's another thing that we're hoping to do is uh have a additional studio that when doc is out um, we can maintain the quality that you are used to when uh doc is behind the microphone so Again, thank you for being so supportive. If you'd love to be a patron, you can, uh, go to, uh, the Podbean app and, uh, you can become a patron there and drop in a few bucks. Or if you'd love to become an advertiser with the Doc Washburn Show, you can go to DocWashburnShow at gmail.com, DocWashburnShow at gmail.com, uh, drop Brian a, um email there. And let him know you're interested in advertising on The Dot Washburn Show. And we would love to discuss it with you. Or you can drop me a line at copeland.donnie, C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D, donnie, D-O-N-N-I-E, at gmail.com. I'll make sure Brian gets that. And I uh, would love to hear from you either way. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Donnie Copeland. Uh, same with Gab and with True Social. And so, um, love to visit with you. And uh, hit me up. Uh, but the reason uh, that sedition is not going to work is there was a interview, and I believe it was today. If it was not today, it was yesterday. Let me get a sip of water real quick. All right. Thank you. I'm uh, sucking on a halls here, hoping not to cough in your ear anymore. I apologize for that. So. Uh, there was a interview with Cash Patel. If you may remember Kash, and this was with Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson is, uh, pretty well known in the Twitter, Twitter sphere. And Cash Patel was the chief of staff to the, um, I get all Secretary of Defense. So he was the top assistant at the DOD, Department of Defense. And uh, Kash Patel's uh, diehard Trump fan, a really smart guy. I think he's been in the government 20 years, something like that. Younger guy, actually. And he has all the documentation. He will testify, as will the uh, Secretary of Defense, that Donald Trump gave the order for the transition of power now the order for transition of power is the is the definitive um act document whatever um uh, that says uh without any political without any commentary says you know it, there's it's time to start transitioning the government from this present administration to the next administration, and so um, all the mechanisms uh, what was it three million? Uh, I, I heard Cash Patel say this that the DoD has the, the Department of Defense is the largest employer in the world, uh, which is pretty astounding, uh, and and I. I don't have any doubt or reason to doubt that uh and you know it's war ink so you know what whatever, but uh you know it takes a lot of a lot of maneuvering to transition power and it has to be done in a certain amount of time and Donald Trump is the only one that can give that order the department of Def- the the, uh, secretary of defense can't do it. The vice president can't do it. Uh, speaker of the house can't do it. The president of the United States has to give the order and he gave the order for the transition of power and the transition of power was fully in effect, was never not in effect, was never halted, was never in any way, shape, form or fashion. Um, uh, you know, uh, abbreviated, uh, Mitigated, uh, whatever else aided you want to throw in there, and so it is. It is not just virtually impossible; it is impossible to give the order for uh, for a transition of power uh, by a sitting president and at the same time to be committing an act of sedition. They are diametrically opposed to one another. They are polar opposites, and it virtually and completely cannot happen. And uh, that's from the chief of staff of the Secretary of Defense, Cash Patel. So um, here I am sitting in Little Rock, Arkansas, on a podcast, and I know that. And I got that from Cash Patel's interview with Benny Johnson, and I know that. So you don't think Liz Cheney knows that. You don't think Adam Kinzinger knows that. You don't think Nancy Pelosi knows that? Absolutely they do. But this has never been about indicting Donald Trump. They know they have nothing to, for which to indict Donald Trump. So what the goal is, as was my tease for uh, this episode, is they never intended to indict Donald Trump. Uh, and I would even contend uh, from all the things, whether it be Vinman, whether it be the Russia golden showers, whether it be uh, the sleazebag attorney, um, you know, on and on and on. Uh, every single thing that's happened has um, always been to injure Donald Trump, to ruin his reputation. But uh, Rush Limbaugh had a as per usual with Rush, one of the most phenomenal takes on the relationship between a politician and, uh, the people, uh, his constituency. And, uh, when we come back, I want to finish up the show, uh, with that and tell you why whatever they hope to do Uh, to Donald Trump and to build a wedge between him and the voters will not work, uh, is, uh, is the philosophy that, that, uh, Rush Limbaugh advocated and taught us, uh, every, excuse me, not certainly not every day on the show, but on a regular basis, he would remind uh, us, the listeners, uh, of why the media was unable to separate someone like uh, Trump, uh, President Trump, from us, uh, the voter. And so when we come back, we're going to explore that for just a little bit. Then we'll close up for the night and we'll have uh, Doc right back where he belongs, right here with you. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for spending time with me. But we still got a little bit of time to go. Uh, we're going to go to these messages. And we'll be right back.
1: All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else, Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement, call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-501. 303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. And I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines? Neck pain? Back pain? Vertigo? Acid reflux? Eczema? Problems with your blood sugar? Maybe even hay fever? Okay, let's do a little test. Look at the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system, and yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably did. You're outside Central Arkansas. Go to their website. Turn and click on find a doctor near you. And I sure hope you can.
0: If you don't remember, uh, Rush Limbaugh used to always say something. And he said this. He said, look he said uh the media can only break you if they make you so they could they could break Br- barack obama because b- because they made him they can break aoc because they made her uh and if they if if someone is a product of the media and that's something the media actually loves to do they love to make um uh, people you know icons and then they love to pull them down uh, after they make them, uh, um, Britney Spears is a great example. Uh, and it's not like these people, a lot of these people don't, uh, help. Um, Justin Bieber is another one. And so, um, you know, a lot of that's uh product of their own design and they are, you know, their own worst enemy. Uh, and that's what that's what fame does a lot of times, especially for young people that just, you know, are not at a stage and have people around them, a good support system, or at least don't listen to that support system. But be that as it may, uh, Rush uh, made a gr- astute observation about Donald Trump. He said, look, the, uh, the media can't separate you from President Trump because they didn't enjoin you to President Trump. You, we're looking for, I was looking for somebody that was true blue. We were looking for somebody and they couldn't understand that we didn't care that he was, uh, boorish. They, they, they couldn't understand that we didn't care that he was braggadocious, that he, you know, mean tweeted or whatever else he may do, uh, and had a lot of unconventional ways that he did things. We actually, that actually wasn't a turnoff to us. It was a, it was a positive to us. And so, uh, the same thing with all of this going on and see the, uh, the media and, and then the establishment, both Republican and Democrat thinks, well, oh, if we can smear him with sedition, although we know we can never because of Kash Patel's testimony, who won't be asked to testify, by the way, because it'd be too, uh, enduring and too positive for Trump. Uh, but be that as it may. If he wanted, you know, if, if they were to have him to advertise, I mean, to wit uh, to testify, sorry, then the, the evidence would be clear. So they're, they're never going to do that. They're never going to have people that will be pro-president Trump or positive. Um, that's not going to happen. So, uh, they will continue to pray, pray out the, the usual suspects, you know, the girl that said he was trying to turn the car around. Although there was you know glass thick enough to stop a you know surface air missile, but you know small detail, so bottom line is uh they try to smear him with sedition, but they can't they can't smear him with sedition, and they can't separate you and I from him because they didn't enjoin us to him. we didn't become fans of President Trump because of them. We became a fan of President Trump's because of him. And so they can't break that relationship because they didn't make that relationship. So that won't work, the sedition won't work. But what they hope to do is the the uh middle ground voters, the low information voters, is to uh, poison the well there and to spend you know, days and weeks and then get him more down to where he said, you know, his numbers are weak enough that he he won't do it. And uh so I was mentioning uh DeSantis, not to be confused with DeSantis, uh, earlier. And um, uh, you know, somebody said, Well what about Ron DeSantis? And I'm like, eh, I, I don't think so, and here's why. I love Ron DeSantis. I love what he's done in Florida, I love the Way he gives it to the media and all of that, uh but quite honestly, I, I don't trust him, and it's not that I don't have any uh, that I have reason to mistrust him. I just don't have reason to trust him, and the stakes are too high. I already know, and I think i I went over this last night, but I want to reiterate because I may not be on here for a while with with Doc coming back. I keep saying that, and then he keeps going places, and I keep coming on. And I love it, by the way. Um, but uh I just, I don't, you know, it's one thing to fight the media in Florida. It's another thing to fight, you know, uh, government officials in Florida or even U.S. officials. It's another thing to be on the world stage and to be fighting not just the physical but the spiritual uh, that's a whole different ball game. And you got to remember that Ron DeSantis has a wife, uh, who's not been healthy. Uh, he has small children. And so there's a lot more there, uh, that could, you know, that, that could be used, uh, to persuade him. And, and, and not that President Trump doesn't. Uh but I just think President Trump's um background, I think that he's done it for four years, uh prepares him and that he knows what's gotta be done. A couple things, and I won't take much time here, but a couple things I think has to be done is he has to surround himself uh with better people. Uh I think he's gotta quit relying on uh the party. I think one of the greatest mistakes he made was bringing in people from the Republican party because they are as useless as whatever you want to say is useless. Um, and so I think that's, that's paramount. Uh, also, uh, you know, use those instincts, those God given instincts they use in business. And, um, know and when it comes to government i think literally you're better off with people who are not experienced rather than are experienced because the experienced people have been uh you know they've been sullied with with and and they've been bought off a lot of times there's a lot of tentacles there that uh you know you don't and 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 relationships that you don't need um to be a part of what you're doing so um and then I think you got to go in number one. In fact, I read an article today and I was actually pretty impressed with this. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, and, and if there's an ounce of truth to it, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's phenomenal. And it's that Trump's working behind the scenes, uh, to, uh, eliminate, uh, administrative, uh, the, the, uh, bureaucracy. Um, let, let me, see if I can find that article and I may not can. um, um but anyway, it's, um, I, I won't take time. Uh, I won't, uh, take t- 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 time to try to find it. But anyway, it, it talks about how it's leasing an accusation that Trump is working behind the scenes to take out high level administrators. And so I look at that as Trump saying, Hey man, I got two years for a run. I want to get a jump on this. I want to, I want to take out high level administrators now. Uh, and if that is the case, it's some of the best news because I think if if there's anything that needs to be done, it is we, the voters, have got to get rid of people like, uh, uh, well, all, all the the um, McCarthy, uh, McConnell, all the GOP leaders have got to go. That's number one. So that's what the voters, we have to do. Everybody that even hints of being establishment, we need to get rid of them. And then what Trump's got to do, I think, is he has got to he's got to totally dismantle the administrative bureaucracy. He's got to uh, he's got to take that thing on and he's got to burn it to the ground, uh, figuratively speaking. Um, and so I think that's so, so uh very important uh, that that happened. So but the good news is tonight is that president trump's not going to be indicted um and the reason he's not going to be indicted is because they're using the word sedition and we have proof and if you want to look at that you can go to benny johnson's um uh, uh, twitter feed watch the article or watch the interview with uh, benny johnson and cash patel who is the former chief of staff for the dod and uh or the the secretary of defense And he will, he will tell you right there, President Trump ordered the transition, full transition, um, of power. And so is, that is, that is literally the complete opposite of sedition. So that's the good news. The bad news is, uh, the fight's not finished. It's every day. Uh, it's going to, it was today. It'd be tomorrow. It'd be the next day and every day on, uh, the other thing is this didn't start, uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. It is deep seated. It is stage five. Uh, if there's such a thing, I know it's stage four cancer. This is stage five, uh, rot. And so, uh, it's, it's going to take a lot. And, uh, is it reversible? Sure. Anything's reversible. Will it be done? I have no idea. Uh, but if there's one person in the world that can do it, and by the way, I think I told you this last night, but I want to reiterate it, is a, a friend of mine and I are writing a book. We started out the book, start, and it was called Dear President Trump, and it was about in anticipation of his next term. And we, we definitely had sessions about if he didn't get elected, even though we knew if he didn't, it would be something untoward, and we were right. We made some kind of fundamental changes in the book. Instead of being dear President Trump, it's going to be more of an advocacy book about voting in 2024 for President Trump, and uh, a insight into the uh, the world of globalism, and that globalism is the cancer. Uh, It is what we are fighting. It is uh, behind climate change. It is behind Immigration is behind everything. Uh, uh, I know today, was it today? Um, the Fed raised the, uh, the wholesale rate, interest rate, about three quarters of a point. Uh, and, you know, they even said, they admitted the reason was to curb demand. Curb demand for what? Curb demand for building, curb demand for lumber, curb demand, lumber crashed today. Uh, the prices. So we went from sky high to now the bottom dropping out of it because nobody can, is going to be able to afford to, to build or buy a house. Uh, in the, and the housing economy, the energy sector is probably number one. The building sector is probably a close number two. Um, two and three retail and, and, uh, building. Because building, just like retail, affects so many different components, as does automotive uh, and energy, by the way. Um, So they're destroying the energy sector. They next want to destroy the the construction uh, building sector, the housing sector, uh, make it impossible to buy a house. Um, And so... And, and the whole reason for that is it was quote to curb demand demand for what is demand for energy. Uh, and so th- this is all about climate change. So what's driving climate change? It is globalism. It is, uh, why China belches out bills of, of, you know, of pollution. The rest of the world is cutting their own throat, uh, Financially and every other way, um, to meet some arbitrary, bizarre, uh, climate control deadline and, uh, number, uh, and the people that are driving this stuff are all going to meetings and Lear jets and eating food flown in, uh, fresh, uh, for those events, Um uh, You can't make this stuff up so the book is about uh making the case that there's one person on the planet uh there's one nation in in the in the world that can stop globalism and it's america the one person that can stop globalism as the president of the united states is donald j trump and so that's why they are coming at him so Un- unbelievably hard. Um, and I, I, you know, and again, I'm a Christian and, uh, you may call me crazy, but I think if it were not for, uh, God's hand, uh, at this moment for this reason to buy us some time, I believe they would have already done to president Trump what they did to president Kennedy. Um, and and and, and the, you know I know you've thought it I've thought it How in the world is that man still standing with all the governments and all the people that hate him like they do? And I just I believe it's like um, you know Daniel in the lion's den and uh, you know the the Hebrew children the fiery furnace. Uh And look, I, I know there's going to be people and I understand it. Um, I've thought it myself. Uh, yeah, but. You know Donald Trump. I mean, come on. You know God using Donald Trump. Donald Trump. You know is pretty, uh, man, he's pretty much a man of the world. But God has always used people that people didn't think was worthy to be used, and uh, He's always used people that people said, you know, I wouldn't use him. I would use somebody better. I would use somebody nicer. I would use somebody, you know. And, and fill in the blank uh, but god uses who he wants to use and i think he uses people who's willing to be used and people who have the gifts and abilities uh to do the job and i think that man is donald j trump and so uh keep praying keep believing uh keep voting keep doing keep giving to good candidates keep doing what you can you say well my little bit doesn't matter well, it's like the story of the starfish. You know the story. The little boy is out there throwing the starfish back in the water. And his grandfather comes out and says, son, what are you doing? The starfish littered the beach late evening. And he said, uh, Pop said, I'm saving the starfish. And he said, well, son, there's thousands of starfish. He said, you can't, you know, you can't save them all. You know, he says, the task is too big. He said, it's, it's too great. You you can't make a difference. And he picked up a starfish and he threw it in the water and he said, well, I made a difference in that one. And I think that's how you have to look at it. You have to look at your voting. You have to look at your giving and only, you can only give $10. You can only give $5. Give to candidates. Don't just vote for them. Give to candidates you feel good about. You feel confident in. You feel like they're not going to reverse course and, and become a establishment candidate. And look, sometimes uh, I've gotten uh, I've gotten donations online or in the mail from somebody for five bucks. And that five bucks meant more to me than a thousand dollar check because I knew that was hard earned. I knew that was uh that was something that was and I never I, I didn't take that lightly. And you know what it did? It caused me to want to get on the phone and raise more money and not more doors and, re, and work harder. And so uh you know, don't buy into, well, my five dollars won't make a difference. It, it it'll make a difference uh if if you'll give it and you do what you can and then God will do what we can't. So we pray uh and we work and we give it our best and we leave the rest to God. I want to thank you so much for taking the time and the energy uh and just hanging with me. Uh it means so much to me personally. And, uh, I appreciate Doc so very much giving me this opportunity. Uh, and I appreciate you. Appreciate you. So many of you on here tonight, uh, hanging in with me. I appreciate you, uh, so much. Uh, but I, uh, I wanna, I wanna leave you with a Rid River of Your Ways tweet of the day. Uh, and, uh, so I want to, uh, let me see if I can find that here. I had it saved, and uh, I wanted to I wanted to give you this. Uh, uh, Red River Your Way is that car dealership uh, that will uh, that believes in freedom. Uh, they're the first ones that called uh, Doc Washburn and said Doc, we hear what you're doing. We heard you got fired. We want to be a part of what you're doing. Look, if you're looking for a car, your kid's looking for a car, your friend's looking for a car, tell them about Red River Your Way. Give them a call. Go online. Let them know, hey, I listened to the Doc Washman Show. They're the ones that told me about you. And because you support Doc and what he's doing and the, uh, the promoting of liberty in our country, I am supporting you. And if it's at all possible and I can get the deal I need, I'm going to do business with you. And uh, that'll mean the world to, uh, to us, and, uh, and I know it'll mean the world to them as well. Uh, so let me. Uh, it is uh, by Chip Bayer. Says the terrible tragedy fallacy of the last hundred years has been to think that all man's troubles are due to his environment, and that to change that man, you have nothing to do but change his environment. Uh, it overlooks that it was in paradise that men fell. And uh, and that is true. That is so true that uh, Eve fell in a perfect, perfect paradise. Uh, and And I think that is a great motivation to you and I. We can say, you know, well, my life's not, you know, ideal. And so I can't do all the things I want to do. Well, I think you can succeed in less than paradise. I think you can fail, uh, when things are perfect. Uh, and so it's not in, it's just the environment. It's also you making up your mind. Hey, I'm going to do all I can. I want to do the best I can and, uh, leave the rest to God. So hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, uh, what is this, uh, Thursday morning? The rest of Thursday, Doc will be be, uh, on here sometime tomorrow and uh, look forward to it. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you, each and every one of you, and what you mean. Let me give you uh, one more um... (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) Daily Wire did a It's a, it's a video of President, I mean, of Joe Biden and he's talking and he doesn't blink. I mean, the the video is what I'm looking here to see how how long it is. It's uh, 15, 20 seconds and he never blinks. So the Daily Wire wrote and said, White House, if you don't blink for the whole video, we'll give you ice cream. Uh, Breaking this, Kyle Becker, 216 House Democrats vote against requiring the U.S. government to disclose the adverse impacts on children's academic achievement, mental health, and social development resulting from school closures and lockdowns. That tells you everything you need to know. They don't want you to know the damaging effect. Um, But you know what? We're going to prevail anyway. We're going to make it anyway. And I want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for always being so supportive.